Shalom, shalom. Thank you for listening to Dominion Life Podcast with Grace Henderson. You know, we get opportunities to express and demonstrate the power of God's love, His mercy, His grace, literally be that model of Christ that He's looking for. But many times we go on those journeys, you know those journeys that it gives you a welcoming or invitation to compromise. Instead of sharing the gospel, you share the gospel of reasoning. And see, the gospel of reasoning do not inspire others, even though if they are in darkness or in the light, to go deeper, go wider, and go higher. How desperate are you to carry the message, the ministry, and the missions of Christ, and you refuse to compromise? See, compromising get us to the place that it decreases our strength. It decreases the might of God demonstrating and activating and doing what he desired to do. Determine that you will live a life that is uncompromising. In other words, you're not going to compromise because you know life is in stake. You see, a lot of times when we compromise, we cause people to miss out in a glorious journey and encounter with God. You know, Paul tells us in 1 Timothy, the fifth chapter, verse 8, he tells us if a believer fail to provide for their own relatives when they are need, they have compromised their conviction of faith and need to be corrected for they are living worse than the unbeliever. Maybe God was getting ready to open some doors for you. Doors that say bumper crops, victory manifestation on top of the Robux harvest that you've been desiring. But you decide to compromise. You see, the young prophet in the Old Testament, he had a pacific order from God. He allowed intimidation of a seasoned prophet to convince him not to obey what he was told. And it caused him to end his journey in the earth. What is the price of compromise? What price are you willing to pay for compromising? You know, A. Simmons once said, the, the chief danger of the church today is that it tries to to get on the same side of the world instead of turning the world upside down. There are graces and there are anointings that God made available to a believer that would impact lives and and turn cities upside down for the glory of God. 
But the question is, are you willing? Are you obedient? Are you determined to count the cost and follow Jesus, follow his directives, implement the patterns of the word in such a way that it leave marks that can't be denied? You see, when we come to the place that we are so determined that we're not going to cause our journey to be a reflection of a believer that has compromised, conformed to the world, conformed to its way, conformed to the way it's made. Instead of allowing the Spirit of God to, to direct, change the way you think, Change your perception. Change inside out. You see, life is full of changes. In fact, the only thing in life that is consistent is change. Genesis 1.28 tells us, Be fearful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion. So this means that God is never satisfied to see the things and the world or the earth per se. He created to remain unchanged. Anywhere on the globe, there is some place that you will find people at the same position they were five years ago. They were not open to change. Or maybe nobody came along to inspire them to change. God has commanded all that he had created that breathes upon the earth to be fearful, multiply, replenish, and to subdue and have dominion. And see, that's why when people gather together to, to build that tower of battle, in order to stop change, they, they, they take place from taking place. God insists and he, he, he instantly changed their language so that the change can, can keep occurring by their multiplication and by filling or occupying the face of the earth. You can read that in Genesis the 11 chapter. You know, have you ever been in a place you said, I don't want change? I want the environment to remain the same. You see, your environment has a major part in your destiny. Your environment is subject to your commands. Well, you sit there and rehearsal what the world said. Of course you're going to get the world's results. The operation of the supernatural is not automatic. You see, there are invisible forces that are around to carry out instructions given to it. But you sit there 
and you compromise and you say, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say what God said. Or maybe you compromise that you know that somebody is going down the road, road, but you shut up. You don't say nothing. And you say in your mind, I'm going to pray for them. And most times when people say that, they don't do it. Another foothold in the lake of compromising. We are the generation of the history makers. We could set the stage for generations to follow. But if we follow the pattern of the Sadducees and the Pharisees, you see, the, the, the Sadducees and the Pharisees were religiosity believers and traditionalism. They go to church shouting and, and clap their hands and, and, and do all of that. But when they came home, they were not chained. There was no incense of heaven in their home. There was no saturation of the love of God. Instead of st uh, stepping out of the boat and saying enough is enough. I'm, I'm going to sow glory seeds and, and those glory seeds is going to penetrate hearts and it's going to cause hearts to come in alignment with God's plan and they will become the sons of the righteousness of God instead of the sons of, of, of the Gentiles. The sons that have no covenant. The sons that have no purpose. The sons that have no victory. The sons live in the preodyne of luck. Instead of being the sons that are, are, are emerged into the kingship of God. Emerge into the grace of God and the love of God. Where in your life have you compromised? Where in your life that you have come to the place and you said, I'm just going to live a regular life. You see, when you accept Jesus of Christ as your Lord and Savior, you gave up your will, you gave up your way, and you said, I'll follow you. I will follow you. I'll follow you with my business. I'll follow you with my family. I'll follow you with my finances. I'll follow you with my health. I'll follow you in every spirit, even my thoughts. Even what I allow in my heart. You see, the devil loves to see the sons of God. to come to the position of compromise. Because once as that spirit of compromising come, he knows that he has a foothold in the life of a believer. He knows that if he can get you to compromise, he will get you to operate his plan. He'll get you to come to the place and in and, and the place that you would experience what you're saying that is common to man instead of living the supernatural life that God has will. You see, true obedience is refusing to compromise. 
It is refusing because the relationship with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is so awesome and it is so costly and that you will honor and you will please him. He said, get up and pray. And some say, no, I'm tired. I go sleep. That's a form of compromise. Compromising is literally saying, I'm going to take the alternative route and do what I want to do. Or do what I feel I should do. Or say what I feel I should say. This is the time that God is recalibrating the globe. And we're seeing that there are going to be so many manifestations of God. That he reveal his will, his intents, his promise, his plans. Those who took hold and say, Father, I'm putting myself on the altar and I'm determined that I am not going to be as one who compromise. I'm going to reveal the plan of God in such a way that the spirit of grace is going to function, it's going to operate, it's going to activate what God will. And so I'm not going to compromise I'm going to seize, I'm going to summon, and I'm going to serve. Like Jesus, sir. You know, Jesus had an opportunity to compromise. When he was commissioned to go on Calvary Cross, most of us would say, see you, don't want to be you, out. But our wonderful Savior, he denied himself and took up the cross. He counted the cost and he caused him to make it a pathway for every sinner to become the righteous of God and to have the eternal life. So every time that, that there is an opportunity to compromise, let's be mindful of what Jesus did. God wants us in a place of uncompromise. You see, 1 Kings, the 18th chapter, verse 21, it tells us, that Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you go lemming around two different opinions? If the Lord is God, follow him. But if he's Baal, then you follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. What is the benefit of compromise. The benefit is very simple. It's loss. It's loss. 
you're going to lose something. You might have been on the on the next level of the biggest breakthrough you ever could imagine. And so many times the enemy will tell you to do this, do this, do this. And you find yourself, okay, that's, that might be God and I'm going to go on and do it. But Jesus tells us in John the 8th chapter, verse 47, anyone belongs to God, listen gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. Maybe the influence, the influence of the enemy wants you to, to block you, to stop you from having the victory like never before. Your success is not just for you. Your success is an expression of God's glory your success will awaken others to a place of obedience, a place of faith, a place of love. And so as you hear this podcast, you may this may be a podcast you say, I wish I never listened to. If so, bless the Lord, but the seed is so. Today, let's go deeper, go wider, and go higher. Maybe it's an area in your life that you did compromise, and you know it. And you try to push it under the carpet. I want you to, right now, to stop where you're at and cry out to God and ask for the mercy of Jesus and repent. See, true repentance come from the heart. True repentance set us up for change. 1 John 1 9 tells us if we confess our sin he's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That don't mean that we get clean and we go play in the mud again. It means that I'm clean and I'm changing my way of thinking. I'm, I'm tapping into or perhaps chiming into the perspective, the pattern, the, the practice, the promise of God. Until it transforms me on the inside and the outside. A lot of times we, 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 we go through the cycle and we experience transformation on the outside. But the inside is still corrupt. You clean it out. Get it cleaned out by the holy all of God and watch things change. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This is a good time to release an RSVP and say, devil in your face. This is a no compromising zone. I will count the cost and I will follow him. I will follow my King of Kings, my Lord of Lords, and I'm determined to win 
Because the power and the authority and the grace of the champion is in me, I take hold of it. In the name of Jesus. Ezra, the 10th chapter, verse 4, 4 tells us, Arise, for it is your task, and we are with you. Be strong and do it. Do it with excellence. Do it with such a might of God. Don't grumble and plain as you do it. Do it because this is my love seed towards God. This is my love seed that I'm determined that I'm going to release this love seed in such a way that it will reflect the amazing love of God, the amazing joy of Jesus, the amazing victory, the amazing and the sound of heaven in a rich way. If this weekly podcast has been a blessing to you, we encourage you to send us an email or put it on the contact where you're listening. And don't forget to subscribe to us. We love to hear from you. And the way you can send us is his love rain at iCloud.com. Love you. God bless you. Be amazing. Be victorious. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And maintain fearless faith at all costs it takes. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Thank you.